Hello and welcome everyone to episode 48 of Therapy of the Absurd. How's everybody doing? Fantastic. We're doing Awesome. You guys hear the good news today? There's some good news. Good news. Good, good news. Oh, yeah. Whenever you say that, like, you know what I'm Like, good news would be like, I don't know, like reparations. Whenever you say good news, <laughs> whenever you say good news, it could be that HBO Max is free for all. It could be the end to, like, for me, good news is, you know, moist toilets and public bathrooms and plunges for all. I agree. Like, I agree. Be, I like, like your your good news could be anything, and I feel like I can't guess. But anyway, um, I don't know. Netflix is free for all. That's <laughs> I wish. Oh, I, I wish. Uh, oh, yeah, that's true. That's true. I agree with the moist toilets. I'm a hundred and ten percent on that. Let us know, please. I'll, I will vote for that. Like today. I think, I think it's um, necessary. The good news. Wait, you was, think it's what, oh, Victoria? Sorry. I'm sorry. I think it's necessary. I think it's nice to everyone to do that. I agree. Yeah. I agree. Chafing down there is no bueno. Oh, no it bueno. definitely isn't. No. <laughs> you don't encounter no, anything going on that's not always fresh and clean. There you go. Right. Uh, the one one piece of good news. I'm sure there's many pieces of good news, uh, but for movie fans or Marvel fans, uh, the Eternals uh, yeah. pre box office sales. Uh, what is it? Uh, Two point five or more million dollars. Yeah. And the movie's yes. not out till November fifth. <laughs> Right, I'm excited. Oh no! Now, I have a question, <laughs> Stephanie. A um, for I mean, let's let's kind of. I know there's people that are probably gonna tune in and ask what what it, what it is. I have I have a brief, uh, I, I have brief knowledge of what they are, the mm. Eternals. But mm. what exactly? Uh, like, what's the timeline Ooh. in the Marvel and in, in the MCU? Where does it take place? Is it it's, before or after the snap? I don't know if they're following the comics 110. percent yeah um that's one one of the series of comics that i'm not as versed in as most people i know yeah. enough to watch the movie um oh it's so boring in the comics <laughs> yeah. oh, of course yeah i mean you gotta be a podcast <laughs> expert coming up a little bit oh later. yeah, oh, yeah. Like, maybe um, he might save some ideas and oh yeah I'm, I'm excited to see uh you know a fellow asian sister yeah uh, taking on a movie and yes. getting some love uh, you know, uh, you know, let's be for real for the longest time, you know, it's yeah. been, uh, and I ain't trying to hate on any, any white peoples out there, but you know, <laughs> they were all the directors. Let's be straight. Let's yeah. not, you know, sugarcoat it. Yeah. Shit. We don't, we don't have to sugarcoat it. We don't oh, have to sugarcoat yeah. it. Yeah. Not, not anymore, man. Away, we're we're past that. I got oh, super yeah. stoked when, uh, the character, Sam, I forgot the actor's name in, uh, Falcon, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Oh yeah, got the shield for Captain America. Oh, I, I don't and know if anybody else. Like, uh, uh, spoiler alert! <laughs> but still, I mean, it's that's all I Go ahead and watch it. But I just got like super stoked. Oh no, yeah, fi finally we're format. getting so, uh, you know again. Anthony <laughs> Mackie is my homeboy from New Orleans. Oh yeah, so yeah, Orleans. yeah. I know exactly. And then um, and I actually know his older brother. Um, we graduated the same year high school. I know Calvin. His brother was brothers an engineer. Yeah. Like in with right. President Obama. Great, you know, just great dude. So, like anything that Anthony does, like we all yeah. have our eye Anthony on Anthony Mackey. That's his name. Oh, yeah, no, yeah great. That's the home thing. I heard he's a real cool guy to chill with, too. So, I, I, I wish to meet him at, like at a bar or something one day. I don't know, mm -hmm. but that's the new Captain America, yeah, right? Right? So, that's uh, you know, that's amazing. Man. A Captain America check, 
That's yeah. right. I, I like the dynamic that him and uh, Bucky have because it's like a, yeah. a white guy and a black guy and they get along so well, but yet they're like brothers and they fight like that, like brothers. Mm -hmm. It's like, that's beautiful right there. I like that. Like, I hope that that sticks around for for a while, man. I'm like, I watched it with uh, with my son and he was just like, oh. he's like, is that like Miles Morales? I'm like, close. Uh, yeah. I loved Miles Morales. Yeah. Oh, he was my favorite Spider-Man. Oh, yeah. That was my favorite oh, yeah. movie. Yeah. I mean, obviously, he wasn't even a human Spider-Man. It's probably why he's my favorite. But <laughs> I just loved him. Such a little cute little boy. Yes, and he then, is. Yes. And then this week, uh, real quick, before we get into our topics, there's also Oscar buzz uh, for a movie coming out uh, tonight, actually, officially tomorrow, called The Duel. Oh, yeah. And that's with yeah, yeah. Uh, was it Matt Damon, Ben yeah. Affleck. Uh, so um, yeah, there's a lot of our dude though. Let me just say this because I, I have a little, I have some bone with Matt Damon, um, me personally. <laughs> and here's the thing: I was totally a Matt Damon when when the Goodwill Hunting and all the Ooh, things yeah. and Project Greenlight and all the things that oh yeah, um, they were you know doing out of the success of um, whatever. But like it's a small thing, and someone on here is like, Dana, why you bring up the obscure stuff? But like on one of these, it, I, don't know, I don't know if it was a project Greenlight, but whatever it yeah. was, they had black producers involved. Yeah. And when this black woman spoke up and you know tried to have a voice on the production side, and he was he literally and and it was whatever. And I, I'd have to look up like the transcript, but her her thing was on the decision making, and he's like, that's just for casting. Like, and he did that like on screen on camera to be etched in stone. Like everybody saw him flat humiliate her, and uh, and you know other than like the people behind the scenes in that production world, Lee Daniels, who you know continue to give her an opportunity. Yeah. I just think that that's fucked up, and I think and also recently he was in the news, and this is not to cast his version much respect. He's just not like I love the way you say he's just not for me. Yeah, you know he mm. he had to his daughter had to write him a letter to say stop saying the word faggot. Like wow, you know, and I, ooh. Like, are you, have you guys not heard about this? No. No. We no, all thinking about Dave Chappelle. Right now, yeah. <laughs> we like, know, you know uh, oh, Matt yeah. Damon was using the F word all up and down. <laughs> right. And wow. his, his child had to write him a letter. Um, and it, yeah. it was, here's the thing. I just canceled. I feel like I'm getting, I don't want to step on the topic. I'm canceling. Let me just say this. I'm canceling my subscription to Apple News. I did not know I was paying $9.99 a month to be kicked, Ooh. like, in my fucking, like, teeth and be depressed. Like, wow. the news. Is it just me? Maybe yeah. it's pandemic. The news has gotten so depressing. Like all of the news stories, I feel like I'm being hit in my fucking face, like with Wolverine. Like I mean, I like every day. Like if I read it, like a, a child, a, a senior in high school fell off the senior float, hit his head, and died. like I, I can't like all the toddlers and the molestations and the killings and the and you know it's that, Jacob Blake and Dana. You know, like, Dana. I, Mm -hmm. You got, you got, you got to go back to this whole whistleblower thing with the Facebook um, former employee saying that they have case studies on paper now that state, yes, happiness doesn't sell ads. Um, all this other stuff, that it's drama, hate, hate, hate porn, uh, anything that sparks a very negative emotion because for some reason, unfortunately, it's the strongest emotion uh, aside from love and affection. It That's is why. because I found myself today, like, and of course, Apple, somehow Apple News found a way to glamorize the news and make it look like a yeah. movie title trailer. Like today I read this, I started reading this article, serial killer in um, building in New York, cold case. 
I don't even watch any of the cold case stuff on regular TV. Yeah. When we got down to the bottom of the article, ultimately it was a senior facility full of black folks. Because when I saw the name that it was Carter G. Woodson, I was like, I already know what that yeah. is. That's black people. And it over a period of time, three different black women, eventually a Hispanic man and a Hispanic woman, yeah. were killed. But the first person killed, the police didn't even really want to investigate it. Yeah. 60 days at the morgue, the mortician found a stab wound. Turned anyway, y'all see, I know way too much about it. So today, <laughs> yeah. today, I canceled my Netflix, I mean, my Apple News. Yeah. I was like, I'm paying nine ninety nine to feel this way? Oh, yeah, no, I'm yeah. not. I'm not. This is like cable. Yeah. I don't need it. Yeah. Like cable. Oh, yeah. I don't need it. Just oh, get, yeah. the, the, get, get the morning, the good morning, everybody, and the late night. Just get the quicks, the first things that come on, and then turn it off. Go yeah. right back to Disney Plus. And honestly, like, unless somebody's bombing my parking lot, I don't need to know anymore. Like, right. you know, with, with or without me, we are running everything into a ditch. And so yeah. at the end of the day, y'all didn't talk to me in the White House about what y'all doing. I don't even need to know. Yeah. I will right. see it when we all see the BS. Yeah. So right. Disney Plus Absolutely. all the way for me at this point. 100%. <laughs> and agree, thank you, Ed, because they, they're right. That's a fact. That's, that's yeah. a fact. But on the flip side, I mean, Disney is just booming, and they have lovable content. And, and I, the whatever they whatever stuff. formula they have, they got it down right. Right. And yeah. um, but I'm seeing a little bit of edginess that uh, Stefan mentioned in the previous podcast where they're like, oh, eventually they're going to have kind of like an adult ish kind of section in Disney Plus. Mm -hmm. And I see that happening because I heard the word shit in uh, uh, Fa uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. <coughs> and see, I was like, that's insane. So. I'm not interested in the, 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 the <clears throat> new age Disney stuff. I want little kids cartoons i want all the old movies and i want like the the old movies and then the old touchstone movies yeah you're taking me back now <laughs> yeah they still have those movies you just gotta search yeah. for them and it really like i was like damn like this shit is so offensive but like i yeah. feel comforted back like, when the really the the, the vhs's were in those big plastic containers like the big yeah. uh yeah, and, and yeah. some of the movies still don't even fit in the screen, like because they're that old. <laughs> yeah. But I still watch it. I'm like, that's how it was back then. And yeah. It's also like we've come very far. Yeah. But Amen. also, Amen. like, the world has come very far yeah. in some ways that just make you just not feel as safe. Oh, absolutely. As I touch agree. Touchstone pictures. And on that note, uh, one of our topics we're going to bring up today is Dave Chappelle's yeah. talks cancel culture after Netflix special controversy. And what we want to throw out there is something that I found out yesterday also is that the head of Netflix has come out to endorse the special right? and says he is not taking it down. Uh, and uh, I believe there was numbers up somewhere. Uh, you can correct me if I'm wrong. Somewhere between almost half a million Mm -hmm. uh, of subscribers said if they do take it down, they're canceling their subscription to Netflix. Wow. So interesting. Okay. Yeah. So here's what I think. I got, here's, <laughs> I got, I got far enough into the special that I do um, have, you know, some, some, um, when I found the fest, what I did see, what I got to see, um, which was up to, like, I don't know, I got past him at the restaurant fighting the lesbian. I got past, oh. <laughs> I, got, I got past the, um, the parking lot, the woman in the parking lot, keep it in the yeah. comments. <laughs> I mean, I'm just, so I got I got a nice wave, and I didn't get to where he's talking about Daphne, so I was I was frustrated, mm. so I didn't get to get to that part. But I did get through the opening part, which is what seems to be all the controversy. So a couple of things: I've been reading the quote that he 
had up, which is about we can disagree, mm. but we don't have to. Like, there's this quote that everybody is putting up uh, from Dave Chappelle, um, um, and maybe maybe you guys are looking at your faces. You haven't um, you haven't seen it because a lot of people are posting it. Yeah. But it, it starts off that we can disagree. I'm trying to see if I can find it fast, fast, fast. Um, no, I know, I know exactly what you're I know the one. About. Like, just because yeah. I just because I love you, don't mean I gotta agree with you. And just because right, I right, right. disagree and, with and you, also, don't mean I hate uh-huh. you. So a couple of things. This is what I found. Like, I don't, I can't say that I found his comments like cancel culture pull the special. But what I think is that we do have to have a serious conversation about what he says. I mean, I don't necessarily agree, but I feel as though I was kind of waiting for like a harder hammer to drop. And I, yeah. I'm, um, I definitely want to check out the part about Daphne, but, but in my mind, which I read other people's comments, even before I read it, somebody else said the same thing. This is um, someone is grieving a friend as well. Like we, like yeah. people miss that part. And, and even by everything that was said before I watched it. So to try to be a lot briefer, um, I, I felt like he was, spot on but what i think um i think the hardest part and this is the part i still haven't gotten to is when he talks about being team turf um mm, which yeah. is just his opinion and that's his life so he has he has a right to be team turf and he has a right to say that in special i just think sometimes words get weaponized yeah. and i think even though he's making a declaration about his life which he has every right to do even in his own comedy special i think there it sounds a little bit weaponized when he says it you know and that's that's just me that's just how i think and i'm like i just got some feedback tonight from a mentor just telling me that i'm not declarative enough in my work that my work is smart my work is funny but it's not declarative enough that said i still have to respect it because i want to i want more of that in my own work that more of that declarative in my own work than i do what it is i'm dealing with um but i just think it's an opportunity for us to really broaden conversation and mm-hmm. prayerfully we can broaden the bigger conversation, which is, which is the conversation on race, which for me was still very much highlighted in what yeah. he said. And then last but not least, I read this, but I thought this before I read it. Like when y'all, when people talk about people getting canceled, Dave Chappelle was never going to get canceled. You like, I, I feel like when things like that are said, those are then buzzwords for people to go on a certain level of defense. And I'm just kind of like, Let's pull that from the conversation. This rich, brilliant comedian is never going to be canceled. He did right. not, and there was nothing said that was cancel worthy. There were things that were said of grave concern. There were things yeah. that I think we need to really, really talk about, but I don't think I heard anything cancel worthy, me, but I don't agree with it all, but I just right. don't think I heard anything cancel worthy, and I just don't think he would have gotten canceled. Like I just, that's just, Cancel culture to me is a little bit like a shimmerer. Like we're chasing light. We're chasing our tails on. Like we're chasing pixie dust. Some of it, yes. Obviously, R. Kelly, I, I wish we would. I wish we would hold fast to fucking cancel culture. They, I just read a piece that said that his um, streaming went up after the wow. convention. Yeah, that's, so that's wish, crazy shit. I, yeah. I wish the fuck that we would, if we were going to cancel, I wish the fuck we would actually cancel some people. But I don't think Dave Chappelle was ever, that this was ever going to get him canceled. That's just, I just didn't hear I didn't hear anything, and I still want to be careful. Yeah. I didn't hear anything for which I would cancel him for. I'll say it like that. I don't want to say it's not cancel worthy because somebody else's heart is broken. Somebody somewhere is hurt. Yeah. I didn't hear anything I wouldn't cancel him for. I would cancel him for. I simply heard things that I agree or disagree with or yeah, think exactly. that he yeah. could have worded right. differently. 
I, I didn't I didn't watch the special. I read about it though, and mm -hmm. I had a bunch of people tell me about it. And then I saw Sean King's post. And Sean King, um You're in the Matrix this is not, come back is, from is, the Matrix. Or is it my yeah, it's, <laughs> is my Wi-Fi your yeah, your yeah, yeah, a little bit. Yeah, you'll you'll come back on right now. But um in it, in a nutshell, uh, there was another topic in the National Football League that that happened as well with with uh, race and uh, LGBTQI, and the what Sean King had said was he said, and I quote, "Wow, this is actually exactly what Dave Chappelle was talking about." And what he said was the head coach, the former head coach of the Las Vegas Raiders, said John Gruden was caught being overly racist about a black man and kept his job, right? But then he got caught saying stuff about the LGBTQI community, and that was too much. That's what that's the straw that broke the camel's back. So the team was willing to defend him when he was being racist, but then when uh, the LGBTQI remarks were too much for them, that's when he had to resign as a head coach. And he, he, he says that's the main point Dave was trying to make when he said that he was mm -hmm. jealous of the power that what Dave Chappelle calls the alphabet people uh, have right now. Uh, but then again, he said something I did not agree with where uh, he says, I don't hate gay people. I respect the shit out of you. Not all of you. I'm not fond of these newer gays, too sensitive, too brittle. I miss the old school gays, the Stonewall gays. They didn't take shit from anybody, which is partially true, but he has to consider, uh, and I'm, I'm a prime example because I work at a high school. And I see it, and I see what this whole pandemic has done in the past year with everybody, including us us here. And, okay, if it affected us for here, how do you think it affects everyone that's younger than us, including uh, young LGBTQI people? I see with my own eyes, they're not the same. They're not going to be the same. So right. what does that mean for us? that now we have to build a stronger foundation within ourselves, but still ask, be inquisitive of, of their emotions and feelings and try to see, I'm like, okay, well, maybe, here's my thing. You guys know uh, Maslow's hierarchy of needs? Are you guys familiar yep. with that? Yeah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. They're universal. Doesn't matter what what you know gender, what, um, what you identify with, they're all the same. I had to go mm -hmm. back to that root training and then go to Dr. Chloe Madonna's and Tony Robbins's version of the six human needs, which mm -hmm. no, the first three, the first three right now are the most, most important. And it's an ego thing. And people have developed a super ego because of, of all the uncertainty, which is the second need. There's certainty, variety, uncertainty, whatever you want to call it, significance. And love and connection is non-existent right now because we were all stuck in front of a, of a display for so long. Right. And they can't grow and they can't contribute beyond themselves and their own community because the first three needs haven't been filled. They're they're filled with the 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 <coughs> roof over the heads is not gonna hold, hold up, you know. Um so they live they live on a shuffle button right now. They don't know what's gonna happen, when it's gonna happen, why? Mask, no mask, uh vaccine, no vaccine, uh all this shit, right? Does that make them feel special? That makes them feel worthless right now. Not just uh, LGBTQI folks, everybody, especially them, because they 
um, they've had a pretty pretty horrible struggle. I'm not gonna yeah. I'm not gonna sugarcoat it, uh, but so have minorities, you know, and uh, minorities don't even get me started on that. That's even worse. That's why the crime rate's so high. That's why theft is through the roof. That's why I'm having two GTAs back to back here in my neighborhood. It's it's horrible. So uh, for him to say that he hates the newer gays, that that's a him problem. Right. That does he doesn't speak for me for sure. Um, I know I know exactly what this new generation is all about. I can totally relate to him because I'm a 90s kid. I'm a 90s teenager. And I remember all that shit going on in the 90s. I was part of the LA riots, like right yeah. there. And I thought I was going to die as a kid because I was in smack dead in the middle right there in Central and Vernon. And I had to take an RTD bus to get, get to Boyle Heights to get the fuck out of there. And I'm pretty sure they were firing you know, uh, bullets at us at the bus and we did not get hit, but we were in the back of the bus like this. That's like, wow. Yeah. And, um, I can relate like, Hey, but for them, it's a, it's, a, it's been a pandemic. It's been, um, monetary. It's been, Oh yeah. Um, is mom going to get the stimulus check, uh, this type of thing. And then, and then that's just the, the teenagers. I mean, then the young adults, they're quitting jobs left and right. And they're ghosting interviews like crazy. Nobody yeah. wants to work. I don't know if you guys know this, but there's like a humongous uh, labor force like shortage right now. People are yeah, yeah. I've heard about it. I've heard of and then nobody wants to work because no. And this is especially in the LGBTQI community. Nobody. Wow, wants to no, work. that I, did, I didn't know that. I didn't know that. Nobody wants to work. West Hollywood is help wanted everywhere. Look at online. Look at Indeed. There's a plethora of openings because nobody wants to work. Everything is so up in the air because they're like, oh, what? why do I need to get a job if they're probably going to shut down anyway? That's the mentality mm -hmm. now. Yeah. And it sucks. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. And, and you know, I'm going to be really brief because um, one, I haven't watched the special. Two, I, do, I have no intention of watching the special. I've enjoyed uh, Dave Chappelle's career up to the point that I stopped enjoying it. And it was prior mm -hmm. to this. And so, you know, for me, I do have a transgender god sister, and I'm very empathetic to her experience. Mm. And I do know that people that don't walk in other people's shoes don't really understand how their words can be offensive. And also how if they don't have a genuine desire to learn and they just want to spew Correct. out what they know, mm. it can be hurtful. But that's not my place to say because I'm not transgender. That's their fight to fight. My place is to say, you made a joke about Bill Cosby. He rapes what he saves. And that was enough for me. You know, mm -hmm. Dave Chappelle is a 48-year-old man. He comes from a generation that was using the F word like it was just, like white people was using the N word in slavery. You know? <laughs> exactly. He's very insensitive to a lot of things. And he's very set in his ways. In some ways, pretty misogynistic, too. And so at the end of the day, just like Michael Capps is not my style, Chappelle is not my style anymore. He's a great comedian. Um, not for me. You said what is not your style? Like your it's never been my oh, style. Right, right, He's right, like right, a, yeah. a dirty, raunchy, you know, oh, is that mm -hmm. pussy dirty? Like I don't I'm not paying a dollar to see that. I thought <laughs> you couldn't pay me to watch it. It's not for me. It doesn't mean that he's a bad person. You know, that's right. for him to go. But, you know, obviously, if I was sitting across the table from him and he was saying things 
like what he said about Bill Cosby, like what he said about child molestation. You know, you should be proud. It was Michael Jackson, you know. Yeah. I might have some things to say to him on a personal <laughs> level, but I don't yeah. know him. So I just ain't <laughs> watching anymore. I'm not giving him no energy, no attention, and I'm just moving right along. There's plenty of other comedians. The, the, the best way I can describe his comedy is he's the two life crew of comedy. Who's this? Mm-hmm. Dave Chappelle, his style. Oh, Dave, oh, Dave Chappelle? He's the two life crew, like the music yeah, style, but his no, comedy style kind of like in tandem. You think Dave Chappelle is a two life crew? He's like the two life crew of stand up comedy to me. It was Not either him, uh-huh. it's either him, he's just the two life crew of comedy, or it was, um, uh, God, God rest his soul, his name was Garfield back in the day in Diff Comedy Jam, a huge black dude. Like big, big, he was overweight, but he was just dirty. He was dirty. Dirty He's coming off with a controversy. He knows it's going to happen. He's enjoying Mm -hmm. it. Like, this is a part of his process now. Yeah. And that's fine with me. It don't got nothing else to do with me. If the transgender and LGBT people need support, I'm right here for y'all. But Mm -hmm. I'm not, I can't say good, bad, or indifferent because I'm not watching it. Yeah. Yeah, I would I, say read about it. I wouldn't watch it. Just if you, even if you fancy it a little bit, just you know, pick and choose what you want to read. It's all there. So I, I watched like it. Like you said, don't get, don't it. give energy to it. Yeah, I watched yeah, it twice. You watched it twice. Well, I, yeah, I watched it yeah. twice. Yeah. Um, the I'm a huge... live crew though, like okay. No, I yeah, I don't know about that too. I mean, you know, that's my opinion. I think two live crew and Dave Chappelle. He's not I shamefully partied to it in college, like I mean, because I was in like you were coming of age, and I I was on my way out of college, like in '93. Two live crew for me was forbidden to listen to, but I did it anyway. So, but that's why I see what happened. No, I was just saying that I, I watched it twice. I thoroughly yeah. enjoyed it. Um, is there stuff in there that some people are going to find offensive? Of course. But, you know, in defense of comedy itself, I I don't think I could live in a world where we limit what someone can say just based upon the fact that I don't agree with it or I'm too sensitive to what they have to say. Um, so I, and that might sound insensitive, and I, I apologize to everybody for that, but I want to live in a world where you know, we are able to do comedy and hopefully people are intellectual enough, conscious enough to, uh, you know, word it in a certain way. uh, So people understand, hopefully they understand. They're not telling people to go kill people. They're not telling people to go do bad things. I mean, because I watched the special and it didn't make me hate anybody. You know, I just, I went in, I had a good time. I laughed and, you know, there was a joke in there. Maybe I didn't care for, but you know what? He has every right in the world to tell the joke, whether or not it's good or bad. Well, you know. <laughs> well, but here's the thing, Kevin. Yeah. I know we're bringing Georgia up because I think Georgia's going to be powerful in this discussion. The one thing never does make someone kill somebody. It's the things along the continuum that that contribute to an existing perception that mm-hmm. people, to me, you know, and I and I say this with love and respect to Dave My prayers to meet him and take selfies with him and the whole nine. So much respect. But I think that the, I feel like the point that so many artists miss, hip hop artists had this whole thing bad in the 90s where, you know, people shouldn't be dependent on us because, you know, we don't, not here to raise your children. But the word that we didn't have in the 90s that we now have because of social media is that you still have a platform. Mm, yeah. And you are, mm. and to me, you are foolish to think that you don't have a platform and no one is listening to you and yeah. you are therefore in zero ways accountable 
for your contribution right. to a broader perception. You are not the alpha or the omega. You're not the beginning or the end, but you're contributing yeah. too. So you right. have a choice with your art as to whether how you word it, which you said I think is very powerful, is going to do that or not. And here's the thing. You're going to have to stand behind it, whatever you do. If you say, I don't care, stand behind mm. that. Mm. But I love, but I also love about Dave Chappelle that he's willing to have a conversation, willing to say other things. I don't know if you guys have seen the Meek Mill tour bus controversy. Oh, happened. yeah. I've seen that in Philly. Uh-huh. Yeah. Like that was, it was, I know we got to probably have to have a whole nother show because yeah. that's the because that's not on our, we have a whole, I know, Stephen, we have a plan and we've got Georgie, so we want to get him in here. Oh, no, but that, sure. but that's, you know, but I think for people to keep, that's my only thing that I, I get frustrated about when people act as though Folk, these folks don't have a platform and that right. there is no consequence and mm. no impact or no mm. contribution to the collective perception of what they're saying. Yeah. And I, well, I, I, I think I that you. that's raggedy to me. I feel you. I, I, for me, you know, um, one of the things that, uh, and, and that, you know, it's one of those touchy things, you know, like I love uh, growing up, I was always told you can't listen to Howard Stern. You can't listen to Howard Stern yeah. that or whatever. Right. And then, you know, uh, I don't know. Maybe it's just I'm too old school. I'm too new school. I don't know what the hell it would be. No, you just have a pure heart. You don't understand what it is to be a hateful person. But yeah, you know, I know some very poor, yeah. very disappointed, very Bible thumping, hateful people. Yeah. Oh, yeah. My, my, is yeah. a reason I have to direct their of... hate at people that are different, especially so... people that are against the Bible. And so yeah. anybody that they look up to that gives them justification for what they're saying, it just makes them, it like, it amps right. up. It amps up. Yeah. And then if it's a mob and it's a group, it's kind of like, you know, January 6th, you know? He didn't say go in there and go break down and go in everybody's office and act a damn fool. He said, we should take our country back. Mm. But we, we were the capital, You know, uh, and, and they didn't go. And he's like, I didn't tell them to do nothing. I was and just saying where they made the election, and then mm -hmm. they turned around and did that on their own. And it's like, not everybody's intelligent, not everybody is kind like you are, yeah. and you're very kind, Stefan. You don't have a place for hate in your heart, but there are so many people that, that do. Oh, angry. yeah, they that, just want to take it out on something. Yeah. Perfect That's, example, Stefan, is mm -hmm. when they announced the Super Bowl halftime show at SoFi. With Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg, Mary J. Blige, I love, I love uh, Kendrick Lamar, you should have seen the Twitter timelines. It was like the the mega wearing with the glasses. Like I won't be watching. Oh my lord! I'm just like, well, yeah. To get halftime show, I was like, fuck. Like I guess they yes. got over that meal and stuff. But, no. <laughs> but you know, I just my whole thing is this too. I just want to protect everybody's freedom of speech. Yeah. And oh, I you know, and I'm not hmm, see that's that's a it's a very thin line with that stuff too, though, right? Because we want to we want to be compassionate to others, but at the same time we want to be able to say what we got to say, um, you know. But one thing I will say is this: if you don't like something, please don't participate in it, don't give it money, don't watch it, tune out. Because right. if you are watching it and you are paying to watch it, then you're contributing to something. But complaining about it, you're only furthering the, its success. Yeah. You're so, right. you know, but I will say this and then we can move on and we'll get our amazing guests on here is I really, really, really want to say this is that, you know, we have to be very careful, uh, you know, whether it be movies or music or comedy to because uh, hmm, 
Because, I mean, how do you really, really censor something 100% and then it's still, I don't know, that's like trying to, you know, you're, you're straining the water off the noodles, right? You're making this spaghetti. But yeah. guess you what? Can't. The water is still on the noodles. You ain't going to get all the water off. No, all. you're not going to cancel people. You're not going to do all that. And especially the groups he's, he's making fun of, especially um, transgender, they're too small to be able to have a voice. Netflix is not defending Ooh. Dave Chappelle. Netflix is defending their dollar. Oh, yeah. Thank you. The Hit majority the head. of the mindset <laughs> of America right now is anti-transgender mm. to date. And yeah. so they're not doing the, the woke thing. Mm. They're doing the financial thing. Yeah. But at the end of right, the day, right, I yeah. do agree. People need to make their minds up and then people need yeah. to be smart with their dollar and with their energy. And if you're not into it, don't even support it. Go to your. Yeah. Why don't you just. It's plenty of comedians that come from a place of love yeah. and they just mm-hmm, have a good true. time and they're there to uplift. They don't want to get on stage and just start roasting everybody and being <laughs> negative. You know, just like, just, Victoria, just like how they, they let that show Cuties like stay on the netflix uh oh yeah there was an article about that and i'm just like what is this why is this happening take it off <laughs> yeah i mean it's, it's it's none of that and and at the end of the day eventually the voices are gonna be heard i always just say you know if you come in from a place of love and light then that's what's yeah. gonna come back to you if you come in from a place of agitation you're gonna get agitated oh yeah oh yeah so oh, he yeah. brought he put it out there it came back to him he's gonna be just fine Right. Oh yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> he didn't come from a place of love and light. Yeah, yeah. In the things that he was saying, he came from a place of let's shake things up. So they shook his ass right back, and that was what he was looking for. And bravo to you, Dave Chappelle, because you got more supporters and you got more buzz. I got to give it the Arsenio Hall finger. He did. He uh, did have something to say. I don't remember it verbatim, but it did go around. The, I remember the end of the, I don't even want to say it's a, I guess it is a joke, but then not really. I don't know. It's really, I don't know how to, there's such a style to it. I don't know how to describe, uh, but it was along the lines of uh, how, how much of a struggle Muhammad Ali had. I don't know if you got to that, uh, Dana. I did not. Okay. I got like, as soon as, as, soon as okay. we get off here, I'm going to go watch the rest. Okay. Yeah. Because, you know, it was such a fight for him and he had to deal with so much just to change his name. Right. Yeah. Right. And how and how we and how that was dealt with, and then in response to something else, because his government name was Cassius Clay, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. And then he went into Islam, which was very unpopular. And that was yeah. back yeah. when the Muslims was calling white people devils, which I was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I mean, shit, like that's too much. Yeah. I can't get with that, you know. Like and he was getting out there, like y'all is devils. That's all I'm saying. That's the and I'm not going to the war. Like and he did. He lost a lot, and he had to stick by his guns. And eventually, you know, he evolved in his thinking too, though. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But he, you know, he didn't stay thinking like that. But no. he also Kong, you know, do nothing to me. Right. I mean, but just speaking, speaking truth and consequences. Where's Georgia? Let's get Georgia in here. Tonight's (laughs) tonight's guest spent 2021 performing in alleys, driveways and park open mics throughout Los Angeles. We're going to bring up right here our good friend, Georgie Valco. Georgie, I know you got a lot to say. Uh oh, I'm sorry. Oh, you, you're muted, Georgie. I got, I got him. There you, there you go. There you go. Sorry. Already, dang. Just censored. Like I, was, I was muted for the last 40 minutes of this discussion. Anyway, it's not really much <laughs> of a difference. Feel to get canceled. Sorry, sorry. I just, I just felt like this was a really interesting way to get one additional viewer is to invite me on the show and then like not let me speak for the first hour of the <laughs> podcast. But 
Uh, <laughs> that wasn't the goal. That wasn't the goal at all. Well, just Obviously, I'm just just joking. Um, <laughs> you know, um, just 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 because you're talking about Dave Chappelle to me, and uh, I am a member of the Alphabet people. Um, well, two things really stuck out to me. One was a lot of his stuff didn't really have punchlines. It was like a lot of things you would hear, like your dad, or your uncle say at like a Thanksgiving dinner. You'd be like, well, oh, shit. <laughs> he was like, he said something like, uh, you can call yourself a woman, you're still born with a dick. And you're like, that's not really a joke. But people were cheering and laughing along to it. It's like, that's not really a... What the fuck? That was, that was like something he said. Uh, wow. Oh, the, other, the other thing that really stuck out to me was he kept saying, well, I'm, 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 I'm a supporter of these people. I'm a supporter. But he kept getting the, the order of the letters wrong. And he would like stumble over it and then forget the Q. He, he instead of saying LGBTQ, he would say LBG, but he would fumble. He'd be like LBGTQ. Like it was, it was like he could he didn't take any of it seriously enough to even wow. realize really? what the order of the letters were. Like if you watch it again, you'll see him stumble over it. And it was just like, no, obviously you didn't really <laughs> care that much about it. Um, it was just it just felt like uh he he was just the other thing was he kept saying, I'm going all the way this time. Like he was he was gonna as Victoria was saying, just cause a ruckus. Cause you know, this was his his final special at Netflix. He got his money. He was gonna go out, you know, uh at a, a ball of, of, of glory, fire and glory here, and, and that's what he did. Uh I just you know, it would I, I, I think as a comedian, I would have liked it more if there were more punchlines, if there yeah. was more jokes. To me, it, it felt like a rough draft. And maybe Dave, um, I mean, we all live in, in L.A. You guys all know about the Comedy Chateau? Yes. yes. Right. Yeah. Yes. So they're doing like these secret, quote unquote, secret shows with uh, Kevin Hart's Kevin coming Hart. to perform and work out new material. And he's working little rooms. But you see him do this stuff and he's saying things that he thinks are inspired and hilarious, but are very common thoughts. But because yeah. he didn't, he doesn't really interact with regular comedians, or regular people anymore. He doesn't understand that regular people already have these thoughts. So it's it's mm. like a, a big disconnect. I feel Dave is the same way. He's this let me, echelon, let me, and he can't. Uh -huh. He'll say things that don't that aren't as smart as he used to be, or as mm. insightful as they used to be. But he thinks they are. And I'm speculating probably because he doesn't interact with you know mm. other low level comedians or other people as much as he used to because he doesn't have to. I, well, I think two things, though. I think two, think two things. Um, one, um, something you had said earlier uh, that you said earlier, uh, Victoria, about the difference in generations. I think that the more that someone grows in a certain, and because I'm I'm older than Dave, so you go in a certain direction. There's already a certain thinking. There's already someone like I. I did a set today where I talked about the fact that quantum physics is now how we look at atoms, neutrons, all that, compared to the Newtonian science that I grew up on where it was the hard thing. But the thing is, the expectation now is that all of us will come to the place where we understand that we live in a quantum physics world and not a Newtonian uh, physics world. But the thing is, you, you got to know that the people who spent the majority of their lives in Newtonian, that's a transition. It doesn't make us less brilliant, but there's there are things that we have to go and grow with and also know that he has an audience. The other part of it, too, is even as someone who has had incredible mainstream success, so many African-American comics, not all, come from a place of having become popular on the urban comedy circuit where it is not as structured as 
set up punchline and they have all found extremely high levels of success without like a ton of setup and and about, it's not about the setup and punchline it's not that it wasn't like here's the setup and here's the punchline there wasn't he will he'll tell a story and there'll be there'll be punches in there or he'll, he'll right, have right, a joke right. and, and there will be something that's funny but the humorous parts when i say there's no punchline i mean it, they weren't strong enough it wasn't okay. That, okay, that's okay. Caliber, that, that, he wasn't killing good me enough. softly, Dave. Oh, okay, so it, he wasn't killing me softly, and he hasn't been killing me softly, Dave, in a long time. Right, like right. he's been lecture from your daddy, Dave. Like, wow. oh, but that's you no. Know, so Comedy Central took all my money, so I'm gonna sell all y'all <laughs> tickets to a comedy show and get on that, stage and talk but, to y'all about how they took my money and lecture y'all and call it a comedy show. And it's that, like, and and for a good number of people that. Is a comedy show, and so I think we yeah, have to. That is worship. That's demi, like, as you said, that's demigoggery. That's worshiping so, yeah, so the man for, over but the I'm, And I was only speaking. So, so George, when you said no punchlines, what you really meant was not strong enough. And so, what I heard was just what you said. No, so I was just right, like, well, right, there were right, punchlines because right. there were things that were resonant with me that I also know as a woman of that's older than him that very much are resonant with me that aren't necessarily going to be resonant or powerful to someone else but they are powerful for the life that I've lived. And so I think that's what we have to consider. And I'm not necessarily here. He doesn't need me to defend. I don't, I don't get a check, but I just think that all of these things matter. And, and because I get, I get the pleasure of being a, a, a comedian over 50, who is very much though a modern person. I love social media. I love all the things that a lot of you guys have come of age on, but it does mean that there are things that I can hear that maybe someone else won't hear. Because even though I totally get that it that the reflection is that he doesn't take the community seriously because he isn't saying the letters in order or perfectly i for me that isn't a signal that he doesn't take it seriously but also i have a bit a very different value base for what i consider taking something seriously if so you can't if, even take the name of it seriously like get the name right how serious am i supposed to take your thoughts on the subject if i kept saying the name wrong, says the blacks. if i kept saying yeah but if I kept saying your name wrong, would you really take anything seriously? I said about your life or what your your stand up or whatever. You'd be like, you can't even get my name right. Or kind of kind of like the corporate boss, Georgie, where uh, they call you the <laughs> wrong name each time. Like, yeah, hey, yeah. Gary, it's Georgie. It is insulting to like the people that this is what they represent, and then this person is trying to say this is a fact. This is a fact. This is a fact. Bodies such and such people over here, you know, or like yeah. Trump. Like I done more. Look, look at. There's a black right there. Black people, listen to me. It's like, bruh, everything you say after that, I'm not yeah. even gonna listen to because I know. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I would say that you're just no, trying to push I, your agenda. I, I hear yeah. you, but I think we're just there's just some places where we where I I still think that there's more to it. And for me, the discounts that because I do have things that I disagree with, that that's not gonna for me. That's just not the one. So that's also I hear you. I hear you. But and I hear you. And I, and I hear you. Seriously, I hear everyone. I just feel like there's still something about how we feel about the character of the person and the quality of the work and then how we break it down from there. And I just think that a lot of times based on that genera generationally, it'll, it'll be different. Right. It'll be no, different. I, I get what you're saying. And I'm not saying that the name was the most important, but it's very telling if the first thing you say is wrong, like mm -hmm. that, you know, it sets a bad impression. And then it makes me wonder, well, how seriously did you take it? Like it's, it's an obvious, like, not to say red flag, but it got my attention. Like, oh, you, you didn't even know the name right? All right. Mm -hmm. Now I'm, I'm sort of wondering. Yeah. And, you know, the other thing mm -hmm. was, you know, uh, you mentioned he's older. He grew up a certain way. Like, I, I'm i not as old as Dave. 
but I'm older-ish. Um, and I'm not, like, I'm constantly learning and trying to evolve. Like, I don't, I don't give anyone a pass for like, all right, well, I'm a certain age and I grew up a certain way and I'm done trying anymore. Like, if, you do, mm -hmm. if you've decided to die on a hill on a subject, that doesn't mean I'm going to give you a pass. That right. just means no. you got older yeah. and lazy. And, you know, everyone kind of does it. Like, my parents have done it like, like crazy, yeah. you know. But uh, I, I just don't like that idea that, well, mm -hmm. he's older. You got to. And I'm not, and I'm not, but I'm not pleading. And hear me good. I'm not saying give him a pass, but I'm just saying I get it. And there are things that I'm going to hear differently because I do know where he's at. But I also feel like we all, we all get the pleasure of finding out each other's heart. The more we get to know one another, this is bigger. This moment right here is bigger sure. than Dave. Yeah. There, so, there were flashes in the special mm -hmm. that I thought he was approaching like his deep thoughts okay. and like, mm -hmm. like something really poignant, but like it, it just, it felt more like a rough draft to me is mm -hmm. what okay. it did, you yeah. know? Uh, like if, if uh, there's a, there's a, a there's sort of an up and coming uh, trans uh, comedian named Robin Tran, and she's mm -hmm. been talking about it like all week and how her biggest thing was the jokes weren't funny enough to warrant him talking about it. And mm -hmm. she, ah, okay. You know, and she's like, I, I make funnier trans jokes about trans people all the that's time. That's fair. That's yeah. fair. I do it because they're funny. Like it just didn't feel like he he had earned it, if that makes sense. Mm. Okay. Georgie, that's, that's I have a, I have a question. Uh, yeah. what, what do you think about that comment? He said that he's not fond of the newer gays; that he likes the old old school gays, the Stonewall gays. Like wow, it just sounds like he he wants gay people who don't want to talk back to him. <laughs> don't want yeah, to. Yeah, right. Like, <laughs> I want gay people who will shut up when I say something. Got, yeah. yeah. Shut like, up and dribble type Stonewall of shit. Gays, yeah. The ones that got like really beat up by the cops that started Pride, like mm -hmm. these are the ones that he wants. The ones yeah. that were getting beat yeah, up. I feel like they would probably also say say things back to him. Yeah. I don't think that, like they would be quiet. Uh, no, but I mean, have you guys? So have you guys seen the Flame Monroe? Has anybody seen the Flame Monroe? No, I'm speaking no. of the Stonewall gays. So like no. now, because we're saying what we think they won't say, but I would I would definitely say by Flame Monroe's age, she comes from that generation of gays mm -hmm. have y'all seen her interview with no, um with don lemon um hold on you yeah. guys my phone is ringing it, yeah, um, have you seen it she wasn't a fan she's kind of like in the group with rupaul and like mm -hmm. that group that's like you can't offend us we're just here to give you love no matter how you treat yeah. us she like she like the dark dr martin luther king of the group but there's other oh, wow. malcolm x's of the group that are like no shut mm -hmm. the fuck up you Damn. don't have a place to say it, and I don't like it, and you don't get to tell me that I have to like it, and I'm gonna make yeah. it hard for you every time you do it. And so, like to tokenize people that choose to allow you to right. do whatever mm -hmm. and say, "Well, this means it's okay." That doesn't mean it's okay for everybody. Right? They just want to accept whatever you give and feel like if they love you enough, eventually you'll come around. Right. But they, but do we think that he's trying to get people to agree with him? I think he's he's made it clear that he's not looking for agreement. No, like I think I, when I hear people he's looking to spread yeah. his word that look, I don't even believe it is a such thing as trans women. Don't be surprised if he just disappears like he did before when he was doing Chappelle yeah. Show. That's what I'm thinking. Well, he does or, or ask. Or it. I, I don't believe that what Bill Cosby did to all those women warranted, mm -hmm. you know, what happened to his career. He's just Dang, speaking his man. mind. You know, and I understand them kids got molested possibly by Michael Jackson, but they should be glad because most people get molested by their uncles. He's yeah. just putting out his opinion. But and, at the end of the day, Dave Chappelle, have you been molested? Yeah. 
Dave Chappelle, have you had somebody put something in a drink and rape you? Dave Chappelle, have you grown up feeling like you somebody different inside and had to yeah. break that to your family, try to get a job, try to be accepted? So yeah. then why do you feel like it's going to be just in fun to go and talk negatively about these people right. and negate their experience? It's it, No, it's an attack, and then you got attacked back. And yeah. it's okay because you bigger, you got more money, you got more fans, and so nothing's going to happen to you. The double-edged sword, Georgie, too, is um, this came into light right as – uh, I don't know if you're familiar with what's going on in the National Football League, but yeah, I can um, speak about that. Yeah. That was weird because it's it's weird on a few levels. Like one, um, I don't know if you guys have ever seen that that coach John Gruden. Yeah, he carries himself like an old school. Like I'm definitely calling all the the the, the guys in the locker rooms f words if they don't do something right. Yeah, he's gonna laugh about okay. it. Like he's he's that yeah. sort of a, a vibe to him. So he. Uh, he he's co he was the coach of the Raiders. Uh, yeah. Some emails from a couple of years ago, or maybe even ten years ago, came out that that had him making fun of um, or or insulting. I think the leader of the Players Association, yes, Demari uh, Smith, right, yeah. who's a black yeah. man, and he said something about his lips, right, and but it there was, was like, there was big as Michelin tires, right. He, wow. he, he had a dumb yeah, excuse dude. for why he said that, uh, uh, like like we don't all know what <laughs> what racism is, um, but uh, it wasn't enough to get him fired. Uh, yeah. But then then the New York Times got a hold of like six hundred thousand worth of emails um, yeah. from a number of people, and they were threatening to talk about. Not just it wasn't just like then they they mentioned LGBTQ and then he got fired. It was he did a whole bunch of other stuff. Yeah, he was calling people you know fags and queers. He was yeah. he was he was sharing nude pictures of professional cheerleaders with Ooh. staff members and with other teams. Like he was doing all kinds of terrible stuff. He was talking uh, shit about uh, kneeling and women yeah. being referees in the NFL. Yeah, yeah. So he was yeah. just awful all around. He's so, very like, toxic. Yeah, should yeah. like, he have been fired after the the first like big lipped email thing came out? Probably. Yes, please. But yeah. I don't think. Yeah. It was, but but I don't think it was like, um, wow. it, racism wasn't enough, so the, the gay people pushed him over. It was like, no, this is like everything this he's bad, done. This is a bad guy. Yeah. They opened yeah, the worms. Yeah. yeah. What's really frustrating, uh, just mm -hmm. to continue one 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 last minute, is that yeah, um, yes, yes. The, the owner of the team, uh, the the previous owner, Al, Al, Al Davis, um, yeah. Al Davis was yeah. a really progressive guy. Yeah. He fired, he, sorry, he hired the first female executive for an NFL really? team. He hired the first Hispanic coach for a football wow. team. Like first black been, head coach. Yeah. First black head coach. He was the yeah. one that started to get, uh, have his team look at, at traditional black yeah. uh, colleges and, and get uh, players from there yep. as well. Like he was a really like progressive guy. So for his son who owns the team now to go through this is like, really uh sad for sort of his legacy you know yeah his first latino coach too that's like crazy and then um he had his first openly gay defensive lineman named carl nassib who's a monster of a man and a fantastic football player mm -hmm. and then this shit comes out i'm just like oh right. dude you just screwed the pooch man come on <laughs> Well, if he is that, if, if he was that I've never bad, heard that expression. <laughs> yeah, then they—they—that's good. They took out the garbage. Yeah, but there's there's yeah. thoughts that there's a, there was an investigation on the Washington football team, <sighs> which has other like awful things happening. But there's likely a lot of other people are oh, going to yeah. come to light about the terrible stuff that's happening oh, yeah. in the NFL. Oh, like yeah. we're going to see super racist owners in the clean house, basically, is what we're saying. Yeah. 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 That's and crazy. Thing, and I, I think something that you were saying, Victoria, as you 
I walk through the continuum of, of disenfranchised and punched down upon groups. I think the other trouble that that keeps being overlooked, I think, by a younger generation, as because everybody wants to be, everybody wants everybody to understand them. I think what people miss is that as an as African Americans, period, in this country, so much of our mistreatment has been normalized for so long and has become benign. But the yeah. thing is, it's benign in the eyes of others. It's also benign in the eyes of, to me, younger African-Americans. But so many of us are of an age that we lived through a lot of this hurt and we have survived, but we've seen no one held accountable. We've seen no one fired. We've seen no one whatever. And while I definitely, everybody's heard me say it and I took it from a, a, a lift passenger, I don't believe in the oppression Olympics. But what I know for sure as an African-American woman in this country of a certain age, we've also seen no, very little justice, period. And I'm sure. talking about every side, not just to Derek Chauvin, but for every reporter and every coach and every statement and every everything. And so when you see groups who got the blueprint for how to move forward and make progress as a minority group or an underserved group in this country, and there's only been really one blueprint, and that's been the one of African-Americans. We're not the best at it, but we were certainly the first because we were in this country the first to fight, not necessarily before uh, Native Americans, so don't get me twisted, I know my history, but <laughs> in terms of a people conscious and available to try to get in fights and marches and I am a man and all that, and then to see how expeditiously justice can be served and accountability can be had and action can be taken, yes, a lot of us feel a certain way, but everybody doesn't have a platform and Dave does. And so, again, not defending Dave, but what we're talking about is bigger than Dave, and I think in that regard, there is all of these things have to be looked at. We have to look at, because what I've said from the beginning, even before I saw it, is that it does damage. And I get the damage that it's doing, and I get why. But you're also talking to people who have had to live through the damage right. and had to overcome the damage and see, and see no recourse, you know, except for, well, you made it. You, you survived. You know, you got Oprah. Right. So, yeah. Dana, that brings up an interesting question. That. Like, and I'm sorry if this this what I'm going to say it sounds um, naive or or, um, but, um, is is someone, you know, Dave Chappelle is African American. He's obviously experienced a lot of you know, troubles Racism. growing up, right? Yeah. How is it? Is it? Is he not? Is it not implicit within him, within, and I want to say, you know, he speaks for all black people, or you speak for all black people, but if you experience like that sort of hatred in your life, it seems to me it would be natural to form like some sort of empathy in you. So when you see it happen to another group of people, you'd be like, okay, I understand that. Like I would want to reach out and help rather than sort of, I don't know if he's attacking, but, you know, say the things that he, he did say. I just wonder, like, it just feels like that would be a natural the way I would naturally gravitate, you know what I mean? And I just wonder, I don't know, would, did, how do you guys feel about that? I feel like, it, you know. He addresses that in the thousand percent. That's my main point. It's like, for you to be someone that has been mistreated because of something you have no control over. Yeah. And then you are also being indoctrinated by the same group of people that's going through this, that this other group of people that also include people that look just like you also do not deserve compassion or humanity or humanhood or mm -hmm. just knowing that like i don't need to understand your situation 
I just respect you enough to just let you be you and not get in your way and not, you know, but it's like, honestly, a lot of times our community is the worst when it comes to the LGBTQ community. And it does come to the fact of, wait a minute, we know how this feels. How can we perpetrate it? I know a lot of it has to do with the church, but to some degree, it's like, you got to draw the line and say, okay, yeah, you've been through all of this, but do you realize you stand in the same place mm. and in the same way negating somebody else? How is that helping anything? There's like, so much more complex than that. Know this no, I, I hear you, Victoria, but it's way more complex than that because one, you you have to allow people to believe and think what they think biologically. I just talked a minute ago about the difference between a Newtonian world and a quantum physics world. So uh, until we people have even come to understand the, the levels of humanity implicit in someone who's trans, which we didn't have to, and we, it wasn't believed until it, until it was. So I think it's way more complex than just we were mistreated and therefore we, we would naturally have compassion for a group that's mistreated because there's just so many shades. And I agree, my prayer is that it could be more natural for more compassion, but the challenge is we are still in so many ways that people seem to underestimate and forget still fighting for our humanity and our sure. recognition of that. Jacob Blake was shot seven times in the back. They said that they could not prove beyond a reasonable shadow of a doubt that ridiculous. there was no willful intent. So it's mm. not just the ridiculousness of the lack of charge, but it's the fact that an officer shooting him, that's what he thought was okay based on who he was shooting. Because we've seen too often that everyone is not treated that way, shot seven times in the back, that's first. Two, it's a system that has been created off of the back of saying that there's a group of people that we don't see a certain way. Mm -hmm. So while I agree and I get that the prayer is that it can be way more natural for a disenfranchised group to be naturally compassionate to another. The other challenge is that when you've been kicked so much, I, I took it. I survived. I'll, I'll help you some. But, you, you know, I was on my own and, I, and no one intends to say it that way. But everybody's out here just trying to survive. And so what we're asking people to do is to is to wake up higher and further and be more compassionate, but still but from a position from which compassion is still not given in these very, very modern times in this very, very new millennium. When we when I would have thought as a child, we'd be further along on this mm. whole thing. Do you know what I'm saying? So right, it, you know. it's true. And you're right. But I think it's way it's it's more complex and layered, and I just think it's going to take um Dondre Whitfield, an actor. I can't think of his most famous role, but like he's as someone who is a, a actor very respected in the black community and doing mainstream things, and also currently uh, an influence on Instagram. He's bringing people to the table. What he says, which is where you, which is where you and Victoria are, he says, okay, we've all had these problems, but it's time for us to what we know now is we've got to talk to each other more. So he's opening a conversation. So within the African-American community, whether you're talking about the, the hetero community or those who are LGBTQIA+, I hope I got it right, community, <laughs> yeah. because I try to get it right. Um, um, there are people who are trying, but it's just pockets. And I think what we are all thinking will be, like I thought as a child, a faster rate of compassion and progression. It's mm -hmm. just not as fast as any of us thought, nor is it as automatic as any of us thought yeah yeah it's true and i agree and i do agree that you know everybody has to focus on their own stuff all i'm saying is if you know who the enemy <laughs> is focus all that energy on the enemy there's no reason <laughs> to focus that energy on another group that's not Friendly doing fire. anything to you 
and so not we, trying to hurt you in any way. And you yeah. see they getting beat up. Like, don't join in. We have. That's George, George, I do want to ask you this as someone who, who, is, who is a member of the community. A lot of African-American black gay people talk about the difficulties of being black in that community and how they are mistreated by white gay folks. Yeah. And the, oh, the sure. one thing I feel oh. like you could not argue with in, the, in well, I couldn't argue with in, Jay, in, um, in uh, Dave's thing is at the end of the day, you're fighting me because of this, but you still call the police on me. Okay, yeah, still those are the moments that, like, I was like, yes, you know, you're okay. getting through some real truth, you know? Right, yeah. right. About, I, agree. I agree. Like, the baby situation where, like, he was able to kill someone, no one cared, but then he said something about AIDS, and now everyone's upset. Like, like yeah. how, how much do you really value African-American life if, like, this is what you're getting upset? Like, that was, like, he was speaking to something, but it was for the briefest moment, and then he jumped away from it, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that was where... That, that's why I was that disappointed. That's what you thought. Because okay. yeah. like, you, you could see the glimpses of like, oh, here's the brilliance. And now nah, or then <laughs> <Where'd they go? laughs> yeah. we went dark again. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, but. Yeah, I don't know. I think just Dave needs to get some love. He needs to get some sex. He needs somebody to hug him and remind him that he you can just be smoking, loving. You are smart. You are a genius comedian. <laughs> you could light up the world if you wanted to, Dave. And let's shine the light on what's going on. But yeah. it's no need to be kicking people in the sidelines just because they're different than you. Well, he declares uh, in the special, I'm not sure who here has seen the whole thing, uh, but he declares that this is the last special he's bringing up. Um, you know, any of the stuff that everybody's so crazy about. So mm -hmm. he's he's like, this is it. We're leaving it here. Obviously, you know, for other people, it won't be that way. I mean, but, but, you know, right. that's fine. But he's like, this is this is it for me. I'm not talking about any of this stuff anymore. Um, you know, and that's, I don't know, man. <laughs> that's like coming in the ring and being like, Stefan, boom, boom, boom. Okay. This is it. The fight is over. Yeah. We're not going to talk about it anymore. I've already hit you with three and yeah. now we're done. Yeah. Yeah. But, I, but I think what we're all missing is that he actually has the right to do that because the only reason that we're yeah. we're thinking we're having other expectations because we because all of us agree or disagree to whatever they are still making him a demagogue. There are so many more comedians, so many more voices, and I think the most important thing was said is don't forget that that you don't like, don't support. I think the, yep. the biggest thing that that can Your be agreed dollar. upon is that these conversations are overdue at every level. The from the the LGBTQIA plus conversation of it to the to the racism conversation of it to the progress we want to make on all sides but i think when we say that we have a, a problem because he's jabbed us and then walked away he has every right to do that because he's not yeah. the only comic he's not the only one with the platform he's yeah, not the only one ever we also have he's the right to talk about it right we have oh, the yeah. right to oh, not yeah. especially if okay. about yeah. it. and especially if he yeah. was talking directly to you or your group like and yeah. that's another thing like as a straight black woman i can't tell anybody how to feel <laughs> if LGBTQ, if they want to say I'm not offended, when well, I'm not offended, but at the end of the day, it's just like with Chick Fil A. My favorite aunt is a lesbian. My, like I said, my god sister is transgender, and so if they eating Chick Fil A, I'm eating Chick Fil A. <laughs> <laughs> shopping at Hobby Lobby, I'm shopping. But if they're not eating Chick Fil A, I'm not eating it. Because yeah. I support them. I'm not going through their struggle, but I want them to know I'm here for you. So are now, you see, I or aren't you? I, I, But I disagree with that. I feel like if Chick-fil-A is wrong, whether my whether my transgender god sister and my lesbian aunt eat it or not, if I feel like it's wrong, I'm just not going to eat it because I feel like it's wrong. 
Like, you know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, if they got their if they got their views and my mm -hmm. aunt says she's not bothered, mm -hmm. I am not gonna be bothered because that is her group that they're they're talking about. So mm -hmm. if she don't care, I'm not gonna get all up in, and and people say that too. Like, why are you getting up in arms and fighting people's battles when they may, when they don't? So I'm like, look, let me touch base. And I found out mm. I can eat Chick-fil-A, but I can't shop at Hobby Lobby. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, you, can, you can't have AT&T as Let's a Let's be real, though. Right? Let's be real. Yeah, that I'm, chicken tastes goddamn good. But, but I, so yeah, I that's why they I eat there. I stand on the shore of it. It's, it's, I think it's just still a little more complex than that. And it's, it's we, we want to build a value base for breaking down and working with the complexities yeah. of it so that we can get Georgie where we really want to go. To that natural place of compassion, right, right. As people, who, you know, like that's 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 me. There we'd have one, we'd have flying cars by now. There is one thing mm. we can thank Dave for, whether whether we agree with everything he says or disagree, is uh, maybe unintentionally too. He's helped pu push the conversation more. That's yeah. yeah. Whether we yeah. agree with that or not, right? There's the he's, yeah. you know, nobody talking about it kind of dims the light or takes away mm. the energy. So well, it's kind of like. But you yeah, know the funny thing about it? We could, we could it? talk about trans abuse because I just did a little trans abuse. Now go talk about it. We could talk about the epidemic of burning cats once I've lit a cat on fire and threw yeah. it in your house. Like now we could talk. Like what do you – it's a little bit, little bit disingenuous, but I get what you're saying. Yeah. yeah. There's some good that comes years, out of it. In 10 more years, it's not going to be a conversation. Chappelle is going to get on stage. He's going to spew all of that 1990s mentality <laughs> stuff. And these millennial kids are going to look at him with a dead look in their eyes and just get up and walk out because they are not having it. Victoria, and that's how old if they are you? go. Hopefully, they're not going. I'm 36. So you're you're a millennial. Yeah, and that's why I'm not having it. I'm already not having it. And I don't you know, care how I'm on the cusp because I'm like, 40. I'm, so I'm like Gen X millennial. Right. I'm 40. Yeah, yeah right. a, a zennial. Yeah. Like these 20 some kids and these Gen Z people, you know, like all their classmates, everybody's, you know, non-binary, they're exploring whatever. They're not going to sit there and, when they came with their friends sitting next to them. And this man is throwing out these ignorant comments. It's I don't think they're like, going. This isn't funny. Yeah. They're just, they, they they're will going. go because they'll hear his name. And then mm -hmm. they'll get it and they go, why do they think he's funny? None of the things he's saying is and funny. And, then, and it's going to be no comment. And Dave Chappelle is going to eventually, if he keeps on this same like yeah. Rodney Dangerfield persona, he's going <laughs> to age out. And that's the, and, that's the and, thing. And everybody does. Yeah, that's the thing that we have to remember, too, even with political stuff. Speak with your dollar. Right. Because mm -hmm. when those dollars add up, that's when change is going to happen, because, yeah. you know, we can say say stuff till we're blue in the face. But until people stop going and stop paying. Stuff doesn't change, you know. Yeah. So if you right. don't like what he's doing, uh, then do, one, don't watch it, but two, don't support anything that helps fund it. If you're, right. if, if you want to, yeah, if, if you want to get something across, because you know you yeah. can say something, but like you kind of like you told the lady in the special, go, leave it in the comment section, right? I'm yeah. sure the comment section is lit up as fuck, you know. Um, but before we. Uh, <laughs> You know, do all the other stuff we gotta do. I I, I gotta ask uh, Georgie at least two questions. Okay, like, at least two questions. So, what drew you into stand up comedy? Um, so I uh, I I spent after I graduated college, I spent 10 years living in Japan. Ooh. Um, and things didn't work out. Uh, I came to California and I'm working jobs that I didn't really like. And on a drive home, I saw this 
advertising for stand-up comedy classes and i kept Ooh. thinking about it thinking about it uh and just one day i was like all right i'm gonna do it um and, and that, that's what got me started uh i was super scared I, I don't know about you guys um but my my first mic was what kept me going like i did my first open mic i, I wrote some jokes uh but i got up there lights bright i was just stunned just sort of my natural personality and humor got me through it and it was like the greatest feeling i've ever felt like mm. even if i even if i kill at a big room now it doesn't feel as good as that very first mic that was like eight people watching me because the rush for the first time was like you always remember your first time kind of a thing you know what i mean like oh, that's yeah. that's what i'm trying to get back to it's not like all right i want to i want to get it's like a heroin junkie who keeps trying yeah. to get that first that first fix and it's never quite as good I feel mm. like there is a sort of a law of diminishing returns as a comedian, but mm. um, that's that's definitely, you know, I, I hated my my office job and I decided to do something that uh, was fun. <laughs> I didn't want nice. to want to spend the rest of my life worried worried about spreadsheets. You know, that's uh, it's awful. <laughs> so nice. Do you have nightmares of spreadsheets? I have day daymares. Uh, I have. I, have <laughs> I love daymares. that. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> oh man! So if Netflix was to hand you, let's say two million dollars to make a TV show, what are you making? Oh man, that is. Oh boy, is the is it like does it have to be an original idea? Can it be another whatever property? You, whatever you want, whatever. You oh want. man, because I am. I am. Uh, you know, I, I might, uh, I don't know if two million is enough money, but I might actually make Cowboy Bebop, but actually make it look good instead oh. of what this new one <laughs> looks like. It uh, looks like glorified uh, cosplay to me. It looks pretty terrible, so I might make that good. Um, I feel you. <laughs> but I'm also huge into comic books, so I would love to do like um, an X-Men TV show. Ooh, uh, and there's all different kinds, like X-Men lets you play with a lot of sort of allegories. Like there's there's nice. a gay allegory, there's a racism, there's a poor, there's a this, that, that you could really explore stories of humanity. So I think that would oh, be yeah. like super interesting to do. Fun. Yeah. Oh, definitely, definitely, definitely. And do you guys have any uh, questions for Georgie? Yeah, Georgie, I, one thing that I've noticed about your work since, you know, we're in class together, like you're very, very transparent. Like we did that show that late night Thursday, I think it was a late night Thursday night we did a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, yeah. And you were very, um, and that was, I. that may have been the second time. I don't know. Honestly, I think that was the first time I've seen you in a show. Like up to that right. point, I've just, I've seen you out with friends and I've seen you in class. And you came out the gate talking about molestation. Like, because mm. um, you started talking about your uncle, you, start, you know, like mm. where, I guess, as, how long have you been doing comedy? Like uh, a year and nine months. Yeah. So, 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 and all, I guess all in the pandemic, something like that. Yeah. Kind of like all in the pandemic. So, like, where I guess because we were we were talking about joke like setup punch earlier. Like mm -hmm. that's a tough conversation. Where does that come from to say this is this is how I'm going to lead out? I'm going to lead out with molestation. Oh, uh, <laughs> I, I, uh, I it's, it's <laughs> wow. like so my act. Uh, is isn't for everyone, and I totally understand that. Uh, mm -hmm. Like I am, like quote unquote edgy, but not in like. Um, I, I thought it was a powerful choice. I just was surprised by it. That's oh all. no 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 no. Mm -hmm. Yeah no, I get you. Uh, but what mm -hmm. I'm trying to say is like, um, I'll, I'll I'll touch on topics that aren't comfortable, but it's not like making fun of that group or anything. You know what I mean? I'm just sort of exploring my my thoughts and who I am in, in society in that way. Um, so I have a lot of sort of quote unquote what people call dark jokes. Okay. Um, 
So what I yeah. start off with is just something that I feel like is going to get a good laugh. And, <laughs> and that joke, nine times out of ten, gets a good laugh to start me off on. So that's why I start with okay. that joke. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, that, that answers the question. All right. Uh, that, was, that was mine because I just was like, wow. Like, well, it took me it took me a while to talk about, like, to me, and like I, you know, there I've, I've had, like, I mean, this doesn't compare. Don't misunderstand me. But it just took me a while to talk about herpes. Like, like you know what I'm saying? Like, that's no, I get you. Yeah. No, no. For for me, it was like when I started off, I was a quote unquote storyteller comedian where I would sort of Mm -hmm. get up there and tell my story or my thoughts on a subject. And Mm -hmm. um, it was like I I wasn't being untruthful, but it was also a little bit fluffier. And and uh, during during the pandemic, actually, I I stopped for most of 2020. Like I took a big break, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, um, and I sort of started back up in 2021 and you know, in Bobby's class, I started to be like, I started off the same way and I wasn't enjoying it. And I'm like, all right, let me try to write some shorter jokes. And that's where I started okay. to, to like, just, I, I've changed my whole style. Sort of the subject matter has, has shifted as well. So I'm able to like talk about things, talk about my feelings in short little bursts that also get a laugh. Like it's, it's really fulfilling for me to get like, mm. okay, here's three sentences. I get to get something off my chest and you laugh with me about it like it's like the best thing ever it's like a it's like a fun-sized candy bar like i just oh, have yeah. a, a bite just every, every joke you know what i mean just enough each time no. nice nice sweet very nice. very nice so we're gonna play a little game Ooh. um uh <laughs> I like and uh, all we gotta do you know just w- w- first thing that comes to your mind all doesn't right. matter if uh clean or dirty but whatever comes to your mind so we're gonna bring this up real quick. Let me uh, go over to this screen. Apologies. <laughs> All right, here we go. So this game is called Ready Set Go. The first thing that comes to your mind, whatever you gotta say, just let it out. What are we thinking? Pee. <laughs> we're thinking that the rock is peeing, and I and it's actually like I see it sticks, but in that moment, like the first thing, it just like the rock was peeing because it looks like those are wet stains. Coming down oh, okay. the rock. Sorry, <laughs> did you visit this place? <laughs> no, you know, because I only pee where it soaks in. I'm just oh, okay, I'm okay. like, that's about to be a cartoon moment because, you know, them two sticks ain't going to do nothing for that boulder. I don't this know is what like, he needs under there. This is he like Stonehenge uh, Jenga or some shit. Right, yeah. right. Like, brother, you got a wing and a prayer. If the stone falls on him, he's already buried. So it's like kind of convenient, you know? That's right, right? They don't have to pay for funeral services. <laughs> that was dark humor. <laughs> he's, he's looking, he's, he's looking for the remote under the couch. So that's a hack. Ah. You, put the, you put the couch on those two big ass sticks and you look for the remote. And it just so happens you phone five dollars and fucking like three quarters at the bottom, right? And a pizza. That's like <laughs> a pizza. <laughs> I don't know, man. I think his family's gonna save a lot of money on funeral costs. What do y'all think? Yeah. I mean, that's a right? full blown a... setup. His family took that picture. Hold my feet into him. Hey, Dad. If you zoom in, you see like a little string attached to the the wood that they're ready to pull. And just... <laughs> We gonna get that insurance money, right? All right, Daddy, get that. I dropped my lucky penny in there. Go get it. Oh man! So Lynn Stein just said Georgie is an excellent oh, joke writer. Shit. Oh wait, sorry. we'll talk about it later. Uh, oh, okay. this is a oh, whole no. mess. Dumb oh, what? shit. This is a whole oh, mess. Man. First That's of all, 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 all swimming trunks gotta go. 
That's come on, people. Isn't that we funny? He thinks his that. slippers are gonna stop that from sinking in the water. <laughs> I mean, I, saw that. I just was stuck on the swimming trunks. I just what I mean, the fuck is happening? That's I'm sorry. What? My, <laughs> my thing is they're, they're probably cooking. in Utah where the beer is so watered down to like 2.5 ABV that they still get drunk enough to do stupid shit like this. Like, I mean, like, first of all, why are you in a blow up? Literally, you blew that up with your mouth pool and you put a table in there and now you're trying to cook a fajita. In the middle, of it. you can't even swim. You just standing up. Like, I look at this what, okay. Darwinism, man. This is Darwinism. Is that a is that a power strip on his house shoe? And yeah. they're like, I, yes. like, what is that? No. Okay, or the fajita, the griddle. They got a griddle on the table. <laughs> oh, is that what that wow. is? No. Yeah. Why they stand up in this waist high water from this blow up pool? That's bananas. I, so, I think some white I think white people foolishness. That's what I think. That's <laughs> now you know we be rigging stuff up like this too. You know, like, the drink Show might me. be different. The Show most me. shocking thing to me is that they're still more tan than I am. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Shit. The, the, I have only one question. What do you think is gonna cook first? Them or the quesadillas? Oh I, I just want to know. God. I think they're <laughs> in front of the YMCA or something. That's a, that's the last supper. Oh, yeah. my God. <laughs> all right. So, what, what do we think about this ladder hold, etiquette here? Hold my beer. I got this. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, this, mm -hmm. this feels like single life. Like, single I got to fix this. I got no roommates. I got no wife. I got no kids to help me. How do I jerry rig this and get my chores done? Oh, my goodness. You look at that. He's got the ladder partially on the power box, he's got <laughs> it on the bricks. I mean, like, is death behind him, like, just rubbing his hands? Like, oh. Death is not behind him any closer than this dude over here. Like, I, if, if I, yeah. you know, for me, if, if it was down to the choice, I have to give my man who's at least up against the building, you know, <laughs> a little problem. Over yeah. here, my man just walking a tightrope. Like, I'm just like, there is, this is, and his body in that shadow looks like the body of a gorilla. Like, do y'all, like, like I know it's just a shadow on it. Like, I have no idea. But doesn't it look like a gorilla from a car? Like, so I, I'm just trying to understand you scissoring with a ladder off a balcony over some, clearly some stairs, because we see the handrail. Like, that's a, and you a gorilla on the, like, I just feel like all that's going to break. That's going to snap like magic. That's what I see, see over there. That's why don't nobody want to work no more, because this is what, you want to get a man's job, this is what they have you out here doing. Right. right. I'm in the way. Don't nobody want to work. I'm not working doing that shit. This is park. This and is parkour gone wrong, right here. This Come is on. parkour gone wrong. You yeah. said it. Like who? And who is taking pictures? Like, like I have these. Right. Like anytime, I, like who's taking a picture of this? Like Somebody that's that what came I, out of probably someone that like, wants oh, to see it, it go phone, all down. Or this is like there. Someone's very happy with their skills, and they they've set up a tripod, taking a picture, posting it on their Instagram. Like, look at how amazing <laughs> I am. Like that. Oh. <laughs> how, how much work we have to go into that? Oh, this yeah. is like some. Uh, this is like like the X Games for for like uh, your dad. This is X really... Games. You said the, it. These these should be used for with uh, motivational quotes on top of it. They yeah, should like the mountain and the peak. If you can yeah, dream it, you can for... do it. And oh my! And Whit, and, um, and then Whit, Whit is it? Whit Portrell? Whit yeah. Portrell said, and that's what the poster should say. I can do it cheaper. Like that's what these. <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> that's what oh, these. Right. I think. I think that's a. The left one is like a Father's Day card, right? It'd say something like, "Hey, Dad, hang in there." Happy right. Father's yeah. Day. <laughs> Just hang in there, Dad. Thank you for all you do. Oh Lord. Oh. 
That's when you lose your keys. <laughs> like, oh shit! Hey, help, help me out here real quick. Hey, can you grab? Can you grab me real quick? <laughs> Where is really it at? It's right there. How, like, Just look. You're not looking. Look. Go down no. and to the left. It's right there. <laughs> Drop me a little deeper. I think I see something. His what friends are not at all. They, they are not your friends. Yeah, like that, they, one of them look like a car might be coming soon, so they gotta hurry up. They they might drop it arms for days, though. Like arms for days. Yeah. I love natural muscle definition. It's nothing like it, and I don't know where they are in the woods, but I, I'm 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 willing, willing to get lost. Come on, come on, come on. Whip Whip Patrol has all the good ones. He says wishbone extreme challenge. Wow, like, totally, yeah, I feel know. it. Yeah. And oh, Antonio, ouch. Antonio, ouch. speak on Antonio's that new yoga pose. I'm like the yoga <laughs> isn't usually a team sport. Like this is this would only be you know if it was team yoga. Like you know, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> Underground dog. This, this is, is well, like, yeah, uh, very yeah, yeah underground really, dog. Really, really. This is third world chiropractic treatment for a sciatic nerve that's pinched in the lower, uh, lower Maybe this is how the plumbing works out there, right? They just, <laughs> <laughs> he's just fixing the pipes, yo. He's just fixing the pipes. Uh, you, gotta snake, you gotta snake the tube. That's right. Like this guy, it. though, on the right, he's in his underwear, dude. Doesn't oh, even wow. look like he's wearing shorts. Such balance. All I can hear is, if y'all don't pull me up, that's all I hear. There's an anaconda down here. Pull me up. It needs double A battery, not triple A. You know, they have to spread his legs like that. But that's okay. Wow. It is what it is. Oh, Lord. Oh, no. Oh, fucking no. Like, I need to park the car? Where do I start? Like, Where how? Do I start? I've actually <laughs> physically seen this happen before. But how? What? Have you seen this happen? The wall's not broken. Like, where? No. The wall's not broken. That's great aim is what that is. Yeah. <laughs> what is the kitchen looks like? The yeah, kitchen window. Like, we used to ride bikes and we would set up wood things like and we would go to the end of the street and we would ride our bikes and then jump, you know, like you'd ride up the what do you the ramp? Yeah. Like yeah. he hit a ramp, but like there was nothing you had no good intentions if you okay, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I have to stop right now. Whip Patron says Fast and Furious dash the elder years. Oh my god, that is the best. Um, but you there were no oh, good intentions. Man. What did you think? If you like let's just say you go with my bike ramp scenario, you're taking this Honda Civic, which may be the weight of a bike, yes, and you're man. going up a ramp and you're aiming for this fucking window. But what what was your aim? How did you think this was gonna go? Uh, just Sorry. like this, probably. I don't know if there's but, okay, a, there's yeah, another yeah, step yeah. after this. This is this is the end. This, this is, is what they're shooting for. I don't go start the car. I'll be right out. Boom. Yeah. <laughs> this is some if, sort of revenge, right? And if, and if this is in Mississippi, Madea is like, "What the fuck, y'all do to my house?" That's true. <laughs> this is childish. This is childish. Who did this? Oh <laughs> my god! It also reminds me of one of those insurance commercials, right? Bump, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like um we, when we see Dennis Haysburg standing there, you're in good hands. But... <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Damn. <laughs> or that little duck, right? Affleck. Mm -hmm. no. What's the commercial with the with the white guy where he's like it is more shit like this? Dev daredevilish like like he and he's Farmers? even like in a bandage. Like who is that? I don't I, oh. I just he has oh. like all kinds of scars, and he's wearing like a yeah, suit. Yeah, this is that dude. I'm just saying. Oh yeah, yeah. He's not in commercials anymore, but yeah, yeah. 
that that's like that's some sick it's shit. That, <laughs> it's, it's, it's that insurance uh, commercial. Mm-hmm. Oh man. All I know is if they're parking cars like that in that neighborhood, I, I don't want to move there, right? Right? <laughs> yeah, that was crazy. Holy moly. Uh, oh, my God. What? Just, like, everybody's on a dog today. Wow. <laughs> Nobody's reading it, the, the manuals anymore. I saw a YouTube video. This right here just says, I saw a YouTube video. That's what... That's what's happening right now. <laughs> I, I bet he don't even got a mask on. He just bent down, just let the sparks just this, fly. This is hidden footage of Tony Stark building the. <laughs> the oh, this is Tony, Tony Stark's head. Uh-huh. <laughs> I can, I, anyway, I, from this angle, I can see. I think he does have on a mask, bless his heart. But I think you, wow. a mask is not enough for what COVID he got happy. Mask on. Yeah, yeah, like. <laughs> He needs. I don't. I don't know what. Like this what? Like, Tony Stark yeah. out of a car accident. Like what are we? What are we? T- I don't know. This is. You know. He's so, well. So, he's about to blow up the whole building. Right. <laughs> the recliner in the living room broke. It was just one piece. He just got to weld it on there, and it just so happens he has two big ass tanks of whatever the fuck that is and i'm so afraid of whatever some oxygen and just blowing all them sparks hey, he just ready he, to blow up you just came in to give him his lunch you know you just want to give him his lunch and get the fuck out right or that's gas his, it's that's probably his, the same gas that's lighting that thing up that's yeah. his degenerate teenage kids is uh nos tanks because they're about to throw a fucking party and he's gonna build a <laughs> ramp for them oh, oh, oh man man what the Fuck is that? Well, I'll I tell you what. That, that everyone has pictures of these. I just thought they had the forethought to be like, we should, we should capture this. Not, don't tell them anything. But yeah, take a photo. <laughs> I mean, that's why you don't take equipment from work and bring it home and try to use it. Because oh, there, there you go. There you go. But uh, you know, pretty soon, uh, you know, he he's gonna be on fire, right? He's gonna be oh. on fire. Explosion. Explosion. Everybody gonna be on fire. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Oh yeah! You can see that. Oh my god! What? I so that's photoshopped. Is that that's photoshopped, right? Oh no! There's probably just really wealthy people who, uh, unfortunately, uh, own things that they definitely should probably not uh, own. And this oh. is just the last time Mike Tyson no had a pool party. Two? At his old estate and invited Brittany Murphy, and that's really her cause of death. Fuck, man, oh. look at that shit. Oh, oh my god, should, should, we, should we be buying wild, wild animals? Uh, absolutely no. not, and we shouldn't be treating them like pets and confining them and then going and having pool parties and swimming right. with a lion that's in captivity. At least these people had the decency to have an in-ground pool, you know. Yes. Oh, there you go. Yeah. And it was go. right. It wasn't blow and up. It wasn't physically blow up pool. Yeah. yeah. Right. 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 True. And is the lion really in captivity? Like he seems. Uh, I mean, he's. No, wow. that lion can go nowhere. I mean, with that I mean he's, he's eating yeah, like hot he's dogs and beanie weenies. You know. But oh my god, like that's a whole well, that's a beanie weenie right there that he's trying to eat. Like, oh, like yeah, because yeah. oh, he's hungry, he needs meat, he needs to be out in the savannah with Simba and Sarabi. Yeah. He's stuck, like, and so shoot, he's gonna kill somebody. I so, what you, what, do you think he's thinking, mm, I love mm-hmm. Campbell's soup, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
He's like, I'm just going to keep bringing people over without letting me know. I wasn't in the mood for company. I'm right. telling you, Mike, Mike Tyson took me. this on a Polaroid, man. He thought if his name is Evander, he's going to, he buys like, you know, Evander, but only I was doing the biting on the ear, but right here, he's biting on the leg. Right. <laughs> I feel bad for a little girl if she actually did get mauled by a, a what, lion. Right. What, no, that doesn't even look like yes. He's something oh. you should say something. Right. As do soon we, as you see we, they got a lion, yeah. you need to turn around and leave and be like, I'm telling you, y'all ain't supposed to have no lion back here in your backyard. Do we feel bad for people or cry for people who own these types of animals and then get attacked? No. Oh, I the kid, want, if these are If it's a little kid, I'll give you that, Georgie. I'll give you that. I, it, I she looks like people a, that own animals like this, period, whether they mm -hmm. get mauled or not. Like, yeah. Let them be able to have their freedom. She looks preteenish. My heart goes out. Uh, she didn't have the out. time to acquire the amount of wealth it would require to buy a lion. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, right now, I just have to say, fuck her parents. Like, that's what She's I not old enough to get a lion loan. Like, do the right thing. Like, if I right. go to anybody's house, and I walk back. They got a, a Bengal tiger. Oh, I'm out. Or anything. I'm out. Like, oh, yeah. You tomorrow. Deuces. Deuces. Oh, yeah. Deuces, exactly. Kick rocks. <laughs> Wit, Wit says he's a rescue. He's a rescue? Oh, that's the situation? <laughs> oh. See, and that's the thing with wild, wild animals, right? Just like people who are on the verge of losing it. It's just one bad day. That's it. I mean, at the end of the day, right. humans are wild and crazy as it is. You can't even go in the woods with a human without going missing. So, you know, yeah. it's just like living with a straight white man. Like, uh, danger could happen <laughs> anytime. <laughs> right, you better have them hot pockets ready. I don't know what's going down. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, he gonna, what is he, happening? He's going to like it nasty in the future. Like, he's going to have a fetish. He's going to be kinky? He's going to be a kinky one? He's already developed that. Look at his eyes. Look at how... He, yeah, yeah. He's really enjoying it. <laughs> Gene Simmons is not looking good nowadays. Look at him. Oh, That's, and I love giraffes, but I don't. Oh my goodness, like. <laughs> yeah, he was just like, yes. Well, and he then the guy beside him, he's he like, I'm he not looking it. at this mess. I he got, he I got his wish. He wanted, you know, be a up, up and personal with the giraffe. <laughs> my lord, wow. Doritos. <laughs> <laughs> mm, he ain't cool ranch. <laughs> oh man, almighty. Wait, oh, is he holding singles? My bad. Wow. Crazy ass why people do not go on the first date with. If you see that picture, it's no reason. Swipe to. left. That's Swipe right. Left. Swipe left. I would just say congratulations to your abs. Exactly. <laughs> your nice abs. Don't die. Yeah, congratulations. Right, that's a bit like, much. That's a bit much. That's extreme. <laughs> oh, yeah. Everything about him is going to be extreme. He definitely arches his eyebrows. You can see uh -oh. the clean lines. And it's like, how did you even get out here? You're not supposed to be out here. Obviously, this is the guy who owns the car that went through the house. And uh, <laughs> in his backyard, he has a lion. Like, this has just been his whole Facebook profile here. That's his life, right? Right. <laughs> it's so ridiculous. It's like, yeah, there's no jobs uh, in this guy's life. There's nothing. And, and his dad's looking for, uh, you know, his grandkids' uh, stuff underneath the boulder. Nope. Yeah, it just works. Just, and just it's like, what? what is the purpose of this? Like, what in your life is so boring that yeah. you need to do? Like, you can even think to do this and then execute it so you can get a photo. 
Lauren says, is it Photoshopped? And honestly, part of it does look... It does it look, look Photoshopped, yeah. It does look like the perspective is off. So I, I'm I'm questioning that too, because it looks... Yeah, it looks like he may... I Because I honestly think that the hanging on the rock is a thing. I just don't think it's over that water. Wow. He probably is on a machine in the gym, because as you can see, his booty cheeks are very tightly clenched. So, note to all the listeners: Victoria is into very fit men. Uh, I've noticed after these last couple of pictures. <laughs> but he doesn't have natural muscles like those dudes in the mud. Right, right, right. Dudes in the had she the used the term "booty cheeks." His booty cheeks was. I think that's the only thing we can use. <laughs> so what's, so what's, what, what's going on here? He farted. They all, they all, they all uh, lost their sense of taste and smell because they contracted COVID in the elevator. Uh, in the elevator, yes. Uh, wow. He farted. That look of pleasure, though. That's was like it a COVID fart? Like, COVID that's fart. not the dad farting in the car look of pleasure. That's like the little brother laying on you and farting yeah. in your ear. Wow. Right. Can I just say, what's up with his belt? I know. <laughs> that is not a professional man's belt. What is happening? That is uh, some cargo shorts and so is he, some dress pants. This is so is he like oh a random God. uh like one of those you know how they used to have those people that were flashers? So maybe he's like one of those flash farters. Whoa. He dresses set like a semi-business person and then literally goes into random business buildings and farts in their elevators with a minute or something. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's ridiculous. And like George, I'm so glad you pointed out that belt. Like a flash mob, but a fart mob. Oh, sorry. Fart mob, yeah. I would have been looking at that belt like this. Like, <laughs> sir, we're not even doing that anymore in society. Like, please. Has anybody experienced uh, getting in an elevator and had somebody uh, share, share something with them? Oh, no, they know better than that because I certainly would speak. I do not like stuff like that. My daughter Wait. did it, man. My daughter, we were in the well, hospital elevator. And she goes, I, and she I goes, Daddy. Daddy, excuse me, I farted. And the lady looked over like, oh. Oh. <laughs> she was, she was in shock. I just been like, people fart, I'm lady, not get mad. Whatever. Here's it. I have been the person, but I've stand up against the wall. I have a way. And that's not, you know, and I stand up against the wall, pressed tightly, like as close to the doors as possible. So like, I'm just, you know, um, I'm, I don't hold it in anywhere. I won't pretend like I do um, because I have mastered how to keep it from making noise. I have mastered quite a few in the oh, art yeah. of public party. Like and this some is pretty- Shaolin monk stuff there, oh, yeah. dude. And, and that's because I wear them rubber yeah. underwear that, that the <laughs> little babies used to have to wear back in the day in the pool so it'll trap your farts within your own body system. Don't spread them out to the rest of the people. People have never, I've never, I've watched people. i watch. i watch. I've never offended hey, you know anyone. What? I'm from the 80s with the well, Care Bears. Okay. With the care bears, right? And sharing is caring, right? right. <laughs> I think Dana has a healthy enough diet that she can fart and nobody knows it. Right. She's right. eating Taco Bell. So it's fine. If I, if I can't smell it, I don't care. Right, right, right. <laughs> but if I can hear it, I'm going to get mad regardless. I, I would, I would, I'll, I'll be transparent with y'all. Recently, I did uh, pass gas and I smelt it and I was very concerned because I wasn't. I thought I was using my usual Shaolin methods and they weren't working, but I just kind of sat still. And then I had to, like, I called on the Lord, I prayed and like neither of the people on either side of me, you know, cause it was, it was faint, but it was there. Cause I have, I have, I have extreme smell t- uh, talent. 
it's possible those people didn't even whatever. But I, but because I detected it, I was like, ah, we're gonna have to, you know, we're gonna have to practice. We're gonna work at our our methods anyway. Yeah. <laughs> and on. How do you all feel about farting in front of your significant other? Is there like a, you need to be dating for a certain amount of time? Is it just it's natural? It's happening? Is it? Is there a grace period? I'd say two weeks. Uh, two weeks. Two weeks at least. Oh, wow. Two That's, weeks. What did you say? Two weeks. Two weeks. Did you weeks. say it? I said I, I gave I gave it about like two and a half years, and right, right. I, I used to make sure that they weren't noisy at all. <laughs> oh, don't so, be noisy. No, like you would have like to like make sure like you just like. <laughs> no, that's uh, funny that's cool yeah yeah just to like you know okay she didn't hear it cool like that if, right if um if we have not fucked i'd probably be trying to hold it if we've had sex <laughs> then i don't really care now mind you i'm solo i'm solo so i maybe these, these are all things that are worth revisiting but that's my stand on that <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah no i don't I get gas and so if I'm not farting, I don't want nobody else doing it. Like, I said two weeks is fair, right? Huh? Two weeks. Stuck around, if they stuck around two weeks, you know, and you happen to be, okay, maybe you're not at a restaurant, but maybe you're back at your place chilling, watching a movie. You stretch, and it just happens. I mean, how do you tell the shit to stay in? I mean, no, no. I mean, no, you just stop eating stuff that makes you fart. Or, like, take some Beano or whatever you got to do. Like, it's no reason why I need to smell okay, your so, air. You know, at the end of the day, like, it, it's, you know, like, why don't you just take me in the bathroom with you and you can take a dump, too? And then we can all just know each other. Like, just be like my mama. Just keep the door wide open. You know? So, it's, so you want you want a man who doesn't fart? <laughs> um, or if you fart, no. just wait and fart when you go take a dump. No, and if you, and if you change your diet, what are you gonna say, Georgie? <laughs> no, like Victoria just wants a guy with those tight booty cheeks so he can hold tight it in. Booty She'll cheeks, never know. there you go. Yeah. Booty you cheeks, he's so angry. Tight booty fart cheeks. into your cheeks, taking you into your heart chakra, squeeze tight it right. <laughs> up, up, up into the heart cheeks. chakra, and then just give me a hug. Don't fart on me. Before we uh, before we go, uh, please tell us uh, where else we can find you. Do you have any shows coming up, or tell us about your where everyone can catch your podcast? Uh, yeah, so um, I host a sort of monthly podcast. It's called uh, Excalibros, uh, B R O S. Oh. Um, it's a comic book podcast. It's it's me and my friend uh, Dan, who's in in England, and oh, we no, cover um, these older X Men sort of B tier books. Oh, okay. uh, one one of the books is called Excalibur, and we're two friends who talk about it, so that's how the name Excalibros. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, so we, we cover these old comic books. It's very niche, so unless you're really into that stuff, you don't really need to listen to us. Um, we we did talk a little bit about the Marvel shows, nice. uh, but uh, so that was fun. Uh, so we have that if you're really interested. Otherwise, uh, I'm on a show uh, this Saturday at the uh, the Comedy Chateau. Uh, it's called. Uh, uh, fuck it. Uh, it's the third one. Uh, host, right, uh, run by Lynn's son and uh, <laughs> Nicole Denise. And um, so that's going to be fun. And then uh, next Wednesday, I'll be at the Federal uh, Bar in uh, North Hollywood at the Rebels of Comedy. Nice. So you can you can check me there. Uh, obviously, you've got my um, my Instagram and, and Twitter uh, handle is up there. It's it's they're both jokey Georgie. So uh, if you want to see me post some jokes or just be dumb online, that's where you can find me. <laughs> For sure, for sure. Very yes. nice. Very nice. 
Anybody else have any shows coming up or anything you want to throw up or promote? Um, Saturday, Black Women in Comedy Festival um, is a theater. Uh, uh, dang it. Just follow me on socials, please. Um, and I, I did the, um, what do you call that? The um, the seats are limited, but October 24th, because I won't see, we won't see the audience before then. Next Sunday, 5 o'clock p.m., uh, Blame It on the Boogie, which is my uh, burgeoning brand, presents uh, the big show. I have a comedy show, Flappers, uh, October 24th, Sunday at 5 p.m., like an hour after class. Georgia, like, nice. I'll be leaving class and heading straight to Flappers. Right. Um, and, we're, <laughs> and we're doing something very special. We're going to have a great lineup of comics, uh, Katie Schindelheim, um, Brandon Wellington, um, Right now, why can't I think of anybody right now? Uh, Malika Jules is on the thing with on the festival with me. Um, gosh, we just got some commitments, but we have an improv team. We're doing some sci-fi improv on the cool. show, and right. um, and and it's going to be uh, we're going to be doing improv. We're going to have a seasoned improv team on every show. But October twenty fourth, five p.m. Sunday at Flappers. Come on out, y'all. Next Sunday. Do you have anything going on? Anything you want to share with anybody, Victoria? Anything at all? Um, no, I had a great time and um, especially enjoyed you, George. I always do enjoy mm-hmm. your vibe. Well, um, so I am staying at home and avoiding COVID yet uh-huh. again. I'm feeling much better this week than I felt last week health wise. And I'm going to keep it that way. So uh, y'all get out there. Be wild. Enjoy yourselves. <laughs> um, I'm going to be continuing to live my life. Amen. Oh, yeah. How about you, Ed? You got anything going on? Anything you want to I just want to congratulate my Los Angeles Dodgers. They just won 2 1. Uh, they are headed again to the National League Championship Series, one step away from the World Series. Wow. And keeping my fingers crossed again. So, LA native here going, I got to like, hold on. <laughs> are you trying, trying to use the camera? There you go. It's the camera. <laughs> <laughs> trying to make it, trying to make it, uh, not mirrored, so mm. yeah, that's it. That's all I got. So okay, very nice. Very, Um, gonna be taking some uh, flappers classes here soon, and then uh, most likely performing in December. Yes, Hello. December nineteenth. Okay, are on the Danny <laughs> Kill, the big uh, Danny Kill, blame on the boogie. Yes. Presents the big show. Awesome, December nineteenth. <laughs> December nineteenth. Uh, there's uh, some good movies out this week that I really want to see: The Duel and uh, Halloween Kills. Halloween Kills. Yes. Oh, yes. Ridley Scott is one of the best directors visually, at least. Yes. His movies uh, always yeah. look spectacular. Guess what his next project is? Uh, legit. That's not. It's pretty much solidly written. Not yet in production, but after he wraps, uh, uh, you know, obviously the duel and what was it, the House of Gucci, and then he has yeah. one other one, and then after that, he's announced what his next one that's going to be, Gladiator Two. Everybody, really nice, yes. really Gladiator right. Two. Nice. I but I don't know, that. I don't know how Russell Crowe's uh, going to fit into that. Um, I mean, the Gladiator outfit. If you've seen him, not trying to be mean, but let's right. be real. Right. Let's right. be real. Right. I would say come up with a different name. I think when you say something too, it's so passe. Like I think the one thing that has happened over the years, especially you know in these modern times, uh, these wonderfully modern times, the the, the two aren't named two anymore. Like you know, I mean, Black Panther two is going to be two, but I just feel like there's right. there's going to be like I, I think, and I think Gladiator because I loved it, although admittedly, oh, yeah. like. Siskel and Ebert may have both been alive, but they did not have anything good to say about that film at that time. I remember that specifically because I yeah. thought the film was spectacular. I enjoyed it, 
Um, but they had nothing good to say about it. And it did well at the Oscars the whole night. Um, if my, yeah, I'm just trying to make sure my memory serves in a minute. Um, but um, I think they should have named it something else. Gladiator, back again. I don't know, back again, but the second coming. I'm not sure. Like, Gladiator, I'm, I'm, back to school. Yeah. <laughs> right, <laughs> right. Back to the future. But I'm looking forward. That sounds good because I'm a big Ridley Scott fan. Too much oh, no. That. Same. One of the one of the best. One of the best. And he's, what, in his uh, mid to late 80s. Is so, he? Okay. I know he's an old guy. <laughs> he's, oh, really, Scott? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, he's up there. But again, thank you, everybody. And thank you, Georgie, thank for you guys uh, so much. coming and hanging Ooh, out with us. Yeah, this is a lot of fun. Thank and you. thank you, Victoria. Thank you, Ed. Thank you, Dana. And we will all see everybody. Well, that's incorrect. We will see everybody <laughs> the uh, Thursday after next. So thank you so much, and we will see you all soon. Take care. Thank you. Right. Bye. 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 Uh -oh.